Hello beautiful souls, it is your host Tiny and welcome to Sour Patch Journals. SPJ is a not so private and definitely not sequential journal about my life and the lessons I learned from it. Maybe people haven't really learned the lessons that they were meant to in their life so I'm hoping y'all just listen to me and be like, I don't think I'm gonna do what the fuck she just did, cause like, what the fuck is going on? If you don't, hey, so be it. it. I don't control what you got going on, I don't wanna get in your mojo, but shit, I'm gonna tell y'all my mojo, cause it is insane. There's no way that I'm the only person who has either gone through these things or done these things. And don't get me wrong, um, so a lot of the things that I've done, not so pretty, not so pretty at all, like fuck. Did I really do that? Yes. Am I proud? No. Do I regret it? No. Because at the end of the day, I learned something from it. If I didn't do it, then I probably would have ended up doing it later in life and fucking up way worse. But at least, you know, I was able to do these things younger and bounce back and fucking it clicked in my head. Because goddamn, I'm a hairhead sometimes. Not gonna lie. I was one of those kids who your parents say, don't fucking do this, don't do that, I'm going to do it. Because you just made me want to do it even more by you saying, don't do it. But I'm telling you, don't do it. Do it if you want to. Risk it. Go ahead. If you want to just do it for the story, A. Yes, queen, go for it. But, um, yeah, no, not me. Not so much. I wanted to start this podcast off with a light kind of view for the first episode but um fuck it because not everything in life is so light god damn it i'm not saying everything in life is dark but sometimes you can't always be fucking bright not everything is all light and glitz and glam shit sometimes there are dark times so we're starting off with did you grow up in a toxic family like i did let's just get to it i was adopted at six months old but i wasn't adopted into you know, a random family that I didn't know, I was actually adopted into my very own family, surprisingly, my own blood. And I had, the, you know, a family member take me in because there was a slight chance that I was going to be put in foster care if no one could take me in. So, you know, this, this caretaker of mine, she took me in and I was raised by her alongside of her two kids, my older brother and my older sister. And yes, there is a bit of an age gap. They are 80s babies, and I'm definitely 2000s, early 2000s. You can pretty much consider my caretaker in the boomer generation. I hate to call her that. I love her. But, like, she is a boomer. We're going to call it for what it is. Uh, I feel like I kind of grew up as, like, 1990s a bit, a little old school at least. A lot of my peers, you know, they had phones and tablets, computers, just technology, internet and shit. Me, uh, I'm not saying we didn't have the internet. I mean, I had a computer, but it just, I didn't always have it. I was, like, almost grounded all the time. I really just grew up kind of just on Netflix and YouTube. Because I didn't have cable. Shit. Like, we, we had, what, CW Channel and my TV. That's what I was watching growing up as a kid. I, I didn't have Disney Channel or Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, Disney XD. 
I would watch that when I went to my other family members' houses, which, getting into it, pretty much as long as I can remember, my caretaker, she allowed me to, you know, visit family members, go over there, I'd go over there on the weekends, maybe summer, spend time with them, shit like that. But, of course, that's when the negative seed was planted. While I was going over there visiting family, you know, they would always sit here and tell me, she's not your mother, she's not your mother, you don't have to listen to what she says, you know, that's not your mother, this is your mother here. And me being a kid, you know, I'm like, what do you mean this is not my mother? This woman has literally been taking care of me since I was a literal fucking baby. Like, who, what are you talking about? So, of course, I had a lot of questions. And immediately, I started going back and I was telling her these things. And I was telling her, you know, they're saying you're not my mother, who is my real mother. I actually don't think I know anyone adopted, or at least no one really talks about it. But I know for me, as an adopted child, I wanted to know who the fuck my parents were. Because what do you mean she's not my mother? Who, so who's my, who the fuck birthed me? Where did I come from? You know? And then on, on top of where did I come from? Why was I given away? What was, like, why? So I had a lot of questions. What were the reasons? I started asking her, like, even more and more and more, and then I was kind of defying her. You know, I was like, you're keeping me away from my mother, and, you know, crying and arguing, bickering back and forth. Like, you won't let me see my mother. You, you've done something. You're keeping me away from her. Why are you doing this? You know, this, this, and that. So I started acting out as a kid. Like, because who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, I didn't... I. As a kid, I couldn't get the grips on what adoption really was. Although, over time, as I got older, older, like, I want to say six or something, I do vaguely remember going to, you know, the courts, seeing the judges, shaking their hands. They were checking up on me, making sure I was okay. And I guess, like, she had to sign, you know, papers and stuff for legal rights. I remember that, but... Outside of everything else, I, I don't really remember too, too much on it, but I do remember there was a time my mother was present, and at this time, she had my little sister. So, yes, technically, I really have the best of both worlds. I am an older sister biologically, and then in my adopted family, I am the youngest. So, I have, like, both responsibilities of the young child and the older sister. And I remember being in the courtroom and my mother, my younger sister, and my younger sister's father, they were all sitting, you know, next to each other on one side of the courtroom and I was with my caretaker on the other side. And I remember like just sitting here thinking like almost on the verge of crying because it's like, wow, like that that's a happy family. I don't have that. I don't have, you know, my actual mother. I don't know who my father is. You know, I'm not with her. And it was just like, it was just so fucking heartbreaking as a kid to like have these thoughts and, and just be like, well, she gave me away. What happened? Like, is there something wrong with me? Because she had my sister and she kept her. Like, what's, what's wrong with me? And, you know, just from asking so many times, like, what's wrong with me? It just made me basically just defy. And I just, I had so much anger over time. And it slowly went from my caretaker for years. I, I was just so angry at her. Like, you're keeping me away from my mother. Like, I can't even live with her. Like, 
I, I didn't know what was going on. And then as I got to a teenager, I started to have more anger towards my mother. And we would try to find my mom because, you know, there were times where she was up and moving all the time and we couldn't really track her down. So I remember as a kid, I would sit at the window because my mother told me she would come and get me. And, you know, we would spend the day together. And I would sit at the window all day and she never showed up. And this was like repeated this happened over time for years up until i was a teenager and it just got worse and worse as teen years just started to hit i feel like teen years is really like and so going along the lines of you know the toxic family my family were they were you know the type of people to just plant a seed in your head and keep watering it until you just just go berserk you go crazy you act out and you basically set yourself up for failure and it's like why would you want someone to be set up for failure you know like your own blood your own flesh and blood i was just angry at everyone my caretaker my mom i was angry with my family because another thing like that i had to go through with them i'm a small girl i've always been a small girl that's why they call me tiny yay like that's where i get the name you know and i was bullied for it growing up and not even just from peers but my own family like basically they call me sticks and bones in a bag because i was so skinny saying all types of things and there were times where they would also sit here and call me nephew or homeless man or young boy or you know young young gentleman young man and it over time really started to wear on my confidence i really started to hate myself i hated how i looked i hated everything like i hated the person i was i hated me i just felt like a black sheep you know i just wasn't accepted for me what do, what do you want me to do so there was a time period where i actually didn't have that side of the family like they cut me off how how i lived it they actually cut me off for an entire year and later on in future episodes in one of them i will definitely get deep into that one because that just deserves a story of its own but yeah like my family was that kind of family my lessons that i had learned just over time i kind of just keep my distance you know i love them all but you can love someone and not like them and i had to learn that don't let your family project their problems on you that is a number one thing i've noticed and it's not even just your family you know just anybody like people project all the time and i'm not gonna lie to you i i've done it before i'm not I'm not a saint. We project all the fucking time. Like, I'll give you a great example. There was a time where I was just insecure about myself. And so I did try to bully, like, one person. And not, like, a beauty aspect, but, like, I just was trying to put them down to make me feel better. And that's what a lot of us do. Do not sit here and act like you don't. Be fucking for real with yourself. Don't let your family sit here and project what they had going on in their childhood or what they did wrong or right, whatever. 
you know, on you. You are just you. Be fucking you. Like, a lot of people say, blood is thicker than water. No, the fuck it's not. It's not. It really isn't. Because sometimes it really do be your own family that stabs you in your back. And trust me, I got stories on that. So, like, seriously, don't let them project on you. Do you. Be you. And be proud of your fucking self. You got a small accomplishment, and you told your family, and they weren't as happy as you thought they would be? Fuck them. Literally, fuck them. If that accomplishment made you happy, fuck them. You did it. You got it. I remember family telling me, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. What did I do? I went and fucking did it. Remember I said I always do what they say I can't do? Came back full circle. Now, I'm not saying cut your family off for the rest of your life or just, like, disappear on the asses. Because, honestly, I thought about it myself. And truly, I don't think I could. Because what if something happened to somebody in my family and I didn't get to say goodbye? Or what if something happened to me and they didn't get to say goodbye? And it's crazy because that actually happened in my family. Somebody disappeared and we never got to hear from them again. The last time we heard something of them was actually some sad news. So I'm not saying disappear in your family, but if you need peace, if you need like that break, go find it. Don't go find no, you know, some crazy shit in in hardcore drugs. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like sometimes you need to go take a walk. A lot of people don't take walks anymore. You know, go take a walk outside in nature. Go breathe. Focus on your breathing. Level yourself. Do not let them get to you. At the end of the day, we all, we're none of us are saints. We've all done some shit. Like a celebrity, you have a great reputation, and one thing fucks the whole thing up. Literally, story of my life. Just keep going, do you. And don't be ashamed. Don't let them make you feel bad for who the fuck you are. Because literally, when I tell you, I don't really do labels, but you could consider me, what, what, gothic, alternative, emo, whatever that is, they did not accept that shit at all. I don't know. I'm just the black sheep. And now that I'm older, I'm totally okay with that. Let me be the black sheep. Shit. I'd rather stick out in the crowd than be like everybody else. And half the time, everybody else don't even know what they're doing. Let's be for real. Sometimes we think we do, but we don't. As my first episode, I hope this wasn't, like, super, like, crazy. You guys can hit me at Big Tiny. That's my Instagram. Let me know what parts of the podcast you actually related to. Let me know what you want me to talk about or if you want me to do a part two and get deeper into toxic families. You know, I'm also going to make a Patreon soon, so that will be up and coming. And also, let me know if the audio is, like, terrible. If it's trash, gotcha. I just wanted to put it out. I'm saying, fuck it. Just go for it. You know, what's that Nike check? (laughs) Just do it. Yeah. So, but if it's terrible, I will definitely upgrade the audio very, very soon. And, yeah. Peace out, beautiful people. I hope you have a nice weekend. And until next time.